Welcome to I Sell the Sign, a podcast about loving all parts of you the messy, the weird, the stubborn, the airy fairy, and creating a magical, joyful, wonderful, all around, full of miracles life here on earth. I'm Abby Hamble. And I'm Fallon Jay. And we're here to help you stop living life the hard way because all parts of you are welcome here. And we're leaving none of you behind. We, we love, love you. you. Let's get started. Let's get started. Okay, so hello, everybody. Welcome to today's very special episode that really was inspired because Fallon and I are going to see Taylor Swift on Saturday, and we're actually dropping this episode in real time. So it's really fun because today is Wednesday. What is it? April 26th? And we're dropping this on Thursday, our normal day. And today, I mean, we're going to be really highlighting Taylor Swift songs here, but really wanted to talk about, you know, because we've talked about songs being amplifiers for things or ways to help move energy or amplify energy. And so today's today's special focus (laughs) is going to be all on Taylor Swift songs and how, and how songs really help us do that. Like the, the lines in a song or the name of a song or even the melody the things that you come back to really um are like the things within us the parts within us that might really be trying to express be expressed yeah um and we'll dive into that a little bit more and i also wanted to say too that we often see, like, I, I know I've said this a million times to different people. I don't know if I've said it on here, but I think that, you know, bringing it back to just our our podcasting called I Sell the Sign, that God, angels, universe, you know, is speaking to us all the time through the names of a song or the lyrics of a song or angel numbers you see in the license plate or, you know, something you see written down in a book. But I find that because of because songs are such a beautiful thing, a mixture of like the way it makes you feel because of just the music, even without the lyrics, but then you couple the lyrics on top of that. And there are just so many ways for you to receive messages through songs. Yes. And especially Taylor Swift songs. Especially Taylor Swift. I mean, here's the thing. We were talking about this before we started recording and you know she's a love or hate people love her they hate her but like we were Mm -hmm. saying like if you really sit down and actually looked at her body of work just the lyrics alone i mean you can't deny the genius of her being beautiful yeah and her being able to extract what we all feel and put a voice to it and Mm -hmm. so you know you and i obviously were talking about a lot of our favorite songs and how like at the time of like certain songs that we loved it was such a sign in itself how we truly felt mm-hmm. in like a relationship, usually a relationship, right? It's Taylor. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like the sign of like, clearly I'm vibing with this song because it hits deeper. And if I would just acknowledge <laughs> and like see that deeper too. Um, 
But yeah, like you said, coming back to the fact that our podcast is I Saw the Sign and that we get to remember that we're always being communicated with through our feelings, our thoughts mm-hmm. and our feelings, but our feelings are really giving us that internal GPS. So um, the other thing I want to highlight too with Taylor Swift songs is, well, let me highlight two things. First of all, she's a projector, which Abby is. But she's mm-hmm. a 5-1 profile line, which I am. So I just, you know, my ego is just going to eat up the fact that she's like a blend of us both. <laughs> yes. Love that. He does beautiful at bringing light to shadow to our shadows. So like even her latest song, Mastermind, on her Lavender Haze album, that is all about her shadow self. Like you can't listen to that song and be like, I mean, she calls mm-hmm. herself out in it. She is like, if, you, if you've never heard the song, go listen to it and just listen to the lyrics. I love it. Oh my, it's so good. And it gives permission to this shadow self, this the parts of us that we hide. She really brings to light and but does it in a way that's like permissive and fun, but like owns it. And if we could mm-hmm. all do that for our full spectrum self, the way that she's done on her albums and continues to do, how much lighter would we be with all the vert? Because we are multidimensional. There are so many layers to us that we hide and we contort to fit whatever image we think we need to be versus just like, there is a part of us that's a fucking mastermind that can be sneaky and be all these things mm-hmm. and get what they want, especially the feminine, because we've learned how to be that. So I just, yeah, go ahead. Well, now I was just thinking of um, that's a great example of that. And also like the one that everybody I'm sure has heard, Antihero, which mm-hmm. is the line where she's like, you know, I'll look everywhere except I'll look at directly at the sun instead of in the mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like such it's like such a good way to describe that of like how we want to look literally everywhere but inside of ourselves because that is sometimes the hardest place to look because we got to take ownership yeah 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 yeah. she's like um we can all relate to everybody you know everybody seems like a sexy baby and i'm the monster on the hill I just, yeah, I first heard that. I was like, I feel like that too. Everybody's sexy and cute. And I'm just this ogre. And like, <laughs> but yeah, that when I first heard that too, I was also like, oh, more shadow work. You know, she's always bringing light to the shadows in, in it. Yeah. And speak, going back to what you said about relationships, um, I was saying, I was talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but like, it's so funny because I put on this playlist yesterday of just a mixture of different Taylor Swift songs. And it's so interesting how different songs, I mean, obviously songs in general, they take you back to like the moment, the place in the moment when you heard it or like the thing that you connected to. And in speaking to what I said in the beginning, how like there are lines and songs where you hear them and they hit you and they like cut you straight to the core or you find yourself singing them, singing that one like extra loud because you're like, holy shit, that's the part that I that really wants to be expressed within me right now. Mm-hmm. And 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 just using music, letting music be a tool that really helps you connect even more deeply with your intuition because yeah. It's always showing us, like you're saying, through our thoughts, through our emotions, the things that we're thinking about, the things that we're feeling as we're listening to a song really highlights because it does amplify those emotions. So if you notice what songs you're gravitating towards, what lines in the songs you're singing the loudest, or maybe which ones you're afraid to sing loud. And 
all of that gets to be guidance and information of what's really going on inside of you. And I think about, you know, yesterday I was listening to Out of the Woods and like that song, God, it reminds me so hard, so deeply, so hard, (laughs) so hard of um, a past relationship that just, God, it went on for too long. And I just remember like singing to myself so loud, like, are we out of the woods yet? And it's like, like, are we in the clear? Because I used to think that to myself, like, can we just be okay? Are we good? Can we just be good? Is this argument over? Can we just be okay? Finally, you know? And then another one that played in the car was um, Getaway Car, that same album from 1989. And I was like, ooh, the things were, intuition was like, girl, yeah, listen, Getaway (laughs) Car is the one that you're really vibing with right now. Yeah. What does that, what does that tell us? Yeah. You know, the fantasies that we live out through song that also may be way more than what we think is a fantasy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I remember last year telling you when she re-released Red and I was playing Begin Again, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I love that song. Oh, so good. And it was like, you know, whatever, um, love breaking and bending and, you know, and fresh start and basically this this feeling of like, I didn't think I would be able to breathe again or even begin again, you know, the last whatever, eight months or whatever. And I remember at that point, I think maybe it must have been the year before, actually. But I remember telling you, like, I literally am at eight, eight months or whatever the timing was from the song of leaving my daughter's father. And just feeling like that contraction of also like one exhale and not even because anybody for me knew had come in, but just because ah, I could just relate deeply to that feeling of like, I just, all I ever thought was love would just break and bend and, you know, like basically always have this hold on me. And then, oh, wait, there's a whole new beginning that begins to happen within ourselves. And Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. And then evermore too. I mean, That one, I remember bawling in the bathtub to like letters addressed to the fire. I was like, I taught. I address being letters to the fire. And, you know, sure. I'm looking, looking out the window and feeling like, you know, breathing in her death, your next death. Like, you're, that's what yeah. you feel like. And so um, you can use them too if you're having a hard time accessing your emotions and moving that energy, as we've talked about a lot on here. This is yeah. how you can do it in a way that feels really permissive. You know, mm-hmm. like listen to the song 10 times on repeat if it's actually helping you move emotion. Yeah. Especially because it just goes to show you that like the reason she's so popular is because she writes and gives voice to things that we all have gone through and we've all felt really deeply. And so when you listen to, especially I feel like one of her songs, it's like, you're, you are not alone in this feeling. You are not the first person who has felt this way and, and it will pass and it will, you know, you will be able to move forward and begin again, you know, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she has mm-hmm. such a beautiful way of drawing upon um, nostalgic things mm-hmm. as well, right? Which we all love too, you know? We were talking about like uh, her song, um, You're On Your Own Kid. And when her lyric, the chorus is like from sprinkler splashes to fireplace ashes, again, that reference, right, of like 
we're being, we're young. And when things were light and fun and now it's like, I'm still a, a burning shit down in the fire because adulthood and the ways I've abandoned myself and, and all of that. And you get to just see too, like, that's actually a great song to see where you might still be doing that, you yeah. know? Um, but also, God, it's just good. I mean, Calm Down and even Nova and I still dance to you. Like you were talking about too, like, what are your favorite Taylor songs to dance to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your favorite Taylor song to dance to? Um, you know, Shake It Off is always like a good one. Mm-hmm. I love Shake It Off. I mean, I love 22. I'm trying to think what else. I know um, 22 is like one of my, whenever it comes on, I'm like, yeah. And that one gets me really happy and just like puts yeah. me in a good energy and a good vibe. Yeah. How about you? That is a 22. 22 is one of my favorite ones to dance to. One that always just puts me in a good mood. And this is another thing I wrote down that I wanted to hit on is that when it comes to, um, you know, making you aware, like I was saying, making you aware of how you're feeling and also making you aware of what you want and what you want to create. Because I remember um, mine, that song, love that song so much of hers. And I remember thinking to myself, I want to be able to sing the, this line and have it be true about somebody someday when it's like, you're the best thing that's ever been mine. Mm-hmm. And I like, it makes me feel emotional. I can see. Now. <laughs> because now I can. Yeah. But I mean, and that song came out when I was, I don't know, when we were like in our early 20s. And I yeah. definitely, um, was not feeling that way in like maybe early to mid 20s of the person that I was with. And so letting, letting songs like songs and lines and songs be, be an indicator of like, what are you wanting to create in your life? And like, what feelings do you want to feel about somebody or about yourself or just about your life in general? Yeah. And you like really tuning into that specific line and then here you are on the other side of living it. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, we can use these music songs. It doesn't have to be Taylor, but you know, like we said, we're going to Taylor Swift's concert on Saturday and I haven't seen Abby in, since her wedding in October. So it's exciting that we get to see each other. But using them as amplifiers, using them as guideposts, using them to move energy. And we just happen to be Taylor fans and her lyrics are just incredible so we'd love to know your favorite taylor song to dance to to cry to that has maybe helped you manifest like abby this really beautiful life that she once dreamed of mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know and also the songs and, and the lines that hit the hardest because mm-hmm. there are so many good ones and one of the ones that i i haven't mentioned yet but i love singing it especially when you're feeling super feisty and like i was saying if you're looking for a way to release some energy or that part of you that really wants to come out, you know, like, look what me, look what you made me do. Like mm-hmm. that one when you're like, ooh, I'm feeling spicy today. So like maybe you throw that song on or yeah. on her newest album, um, Vigilante Shit, when she has like the first line, I think, is I drew a cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, yes. <laughs> what a great fucking line. It makes me so happy to sing it. It's so good. Yeah. Is that the same line? Am I getting that mixed up with um basically she's like 
it's she's talking about her friend that made a plan to like leave and now she's driving she's got the kids and the bends and the mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, yeah that is such a good one yeah it's such a good one i can't say that yeah. i haven't sing that one like crazy myself a few times and it's like use these use the songs as a way to like get you in the energy of what you're trying to create or what you're trying to embody you know we've talked about embodiment a lot in this and it's like for that it's like i think about that song i think about um mad woman or the man where she's just like listen okay i am i'm assuming like my bad bitch energy right now and if you're like about to walk into a meeting at work and you're like let me just try on a little bit of that taylor energy mm-hmm. you know throw on a song or throw on whatever song makes you feel confident and powerful and then you know put your shoulders back and walk right into that and yeah. just embody that energy yeah I love it. I know. I love it. I'm just, I remember for me, Taylor really hit when I, I mean, I liked her, but when she came out with Red, I was, I mean, just even Red itself is, that's a great song to just dance around mm-hmm. to and just let yourself be light and fun. And she's got so, I mean, she's just got so many good ones. You know, she's prolific. She is. She really so is. Prolific. You know, and let her be your walking permission slip that you get to change and evolve and try on different identities and express different parts of yourself and still be loved, celebrated and accepted. And also the, the you know, the other side of that, but like, that's not what we're going to focus on. So, you know, cause she really is a walking permission slip for us all to become different versions of ourselves and be. Yes. Well, and this is what the heiress tour is all about, right? It's like going through all of the different versions of Taylor and all of the different albums and each album has expressed like a totally different side of her and I think we talked about this on our last podcast but this that hasn't been released yet about how we um about how you can change your mind and how you can decide you know like especially somebody who started off as a country artist and nobody really I mean, there are now people who have transitioned into pop or R&B or something else that's different. But even the people who have done it really now, post-Taylor doing that, it's, there's still primarily one kind of artist who maybe dabble in different genres. Whereas like she has been able to change and transform and really embody almost every single you know, genre that she's jumped into and created from. And so let that also be a permission slip to you to do whatever the fuck you want. And you don't have to stay the same person you were yesterday or last year or five years ago. Like Um, you get to keep deciding who you want to be and what you want to create and who you want to step into and all of the things. Yeah. And even her... It's like a good, re- it's a rebelliousness, but it's a good rebelliousness of, of fierceness for mm-hmm. yourself, of re-releasing her albums on Taylor's versions. Of being yeah. like, you know what? All right. You want to play? You want to take my hard work? You want to take my money? It's all right. I got it. And then mm-hmm. redoing and re-release, like re-recording, re-releasing all of, the, all of her body of work again. And yeah. can you imagine what that would be like to just quickly of like, revisiting things that you might have moved on from but because you're so fierce for yourself 
you know, like, Mm -hmm. but this is my body of work. So I'm going to take the time and the energy to Mm -hmm. redo it and then re-release it when I could have just let it go. I mean, really, yeah, you know, it's not like she, I mean, I don't know her financial status, but we're going to guess it's pretty freaking good. But still, because it was the principle, it was her values. It was her morals. It was her not abandoning and her not betraying herself by just shrugging mm-hmm. her shoulders and being like, well, I guess that's just how it's going to be. She right. decided, oh, it's not going to be that way. And this is the way that it's going to be. And how often we women will shrink because in the face of power and male power. Mm-hmm. And so she, she's just such a walking permission slip in so many different ways for all of yeah. us. Especially in an industry that is so, that is so um, run by men. And also an industry where, and I've heard different people talk about this, um, and because I know Jameson works with uh, some, or he's friends with some of the people, you know, where we normally live in LA and he has friends who work in the music industry. And, and it's like, there's been all of this talk around how, you know, you can't make that much money in music anymore because there are all of these different things that you kind of have to do in order to like really make it big and it's like like you said I think we can assume Taylor is doing just fine yeah. and she's also she's also become such a megastar of of the like that I don't think we've ever seen before yeah. and she's chosen to do it because she like you said is so fierce for herself and for what she values and yeah it's just such a permission slip to any woman going forward whether whether or not you like her or you hate her you can't deny that she is a force you know about her yeah Yeah. everybody knows about her it's not even if you've never listened to one song you know who she is you know right yeah. And, and I just to imagine like this was probably really scary for her at times. We assume because we see the finished product, we assume because we see the power, we assume that, you know, oh, well, she did it. It must be. We don't think about. Probably she had to face some scary conversations and have some really uncomfortable conversations and probably felt many times. What the hell am I doing? Right. So just remembering to like, that's all a part of the process of really stepping into your shining your light brighter and going against the grain when you know intuitively that that's the stuff you need to make. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And even thinking about, you know, reputation, that whole album is like coming from a place of I'm sure it's like the empowerment that comes after you face the fear that like maybe people hate you and maybe a lot of people, millions of people hate you and think you're fake or think that, you know, because there's a narrative and then creating something from that that's so powerful that people relate to and people get their own source of power from yeah so all the times and all of the ways and areas that you maybe are afraid to show up in fully or more deeply or just really be seen and visible and be yourself maybe try try it and see what happens yeah. Throw in a Taylor Swift song and let us know. Raga. Let us know what you love to dance to, what you love to cry to. Mm. 
Yeah. There's so many. What song so many of those ones. Yeah. What are like your top three that just pull at you that you're just like, oh, yeah. I mean, all too well is so many of us, you know, like there's just yeah. so many ones. There's so many good ones. Um, so good ones. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this today. We really would tag us, review the show, rate the show, but just share with us in our DMs, in your stories, your own little Taylor Swift. We all have a personal relationship with her. Yes, we do. Yeah. And I'm excited all the times. And I'll see you on Friday. So I get to see Abby's. We get to see and hang. I'm sure we'll be sharing on later episodes how amazing the concert was. Yeah. And also some maybe behind the scenes content this weekend. Oh, yeah. Keep an an eye out. Yeah. Keep an eye out. (laughs) All right. Well, we love you. Thank you for listening. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved this episode, write us a review and let us know. See you next week. And until then, here's to loving all parts of you. And leaving none of you behind.